Jake Warren was up with the sun and riding for town long before his wife and two sons awakened. He had much to do and little time to do it in. Warren was a local rancher who had lived in Stockton Valley for going on ten years. As of late, though, he had come to realize the open range was vanishing faster than rain on a hot tin roof in August. So he had made a decision to move his family further west, a lot further west, to Wyoming's Central Valley. Warren, a former cavalry officer, was a hard but fair man. He'd been made tough as nails by combat and military discipline. He was a great father and husband, known for his ability to teach his sons tough lessons without their having to risk being in harm's way. His oldest son, Trevor, had won numerous awards for his shooting and had spent many an evening reading and learning by candlelight the lessons his father had learned the hard way through combat. Warren could not have been prouder of his oldest son. Today was the day Warren was finalizing the sale of his cattle herd. Another, luckier, local rancher had gone into business with the town banker to buy it. Warren wasn't happy with their offer, but it was the best one he had received, and he understood it was more than fair, considering the cattle were only half-raised. The ranch itself had been sold a week ago to a land speculator from back east, who was certain a railroad would be running through the Stockton Valley sometime in the next few years. Jake had managed to create a small fortune between his savings and the two sales, more than enough to start over in Wyoming. Stockton itself was a town at the crossroads. The cattle and mining business had been good, and so the town had flourished, growing from a one-horse watering hole to the thriving concern it was today. People were already getting on with their workday when Jake rode in and tied up at the cafe. He was an hour early for his meeting because he was looking forward to relaxing over one last meal of biscuits and gravy cooked up by the finest cook in the territory. His mouth watered at the very thought of the culinary delight. Morning, Jake. Jeb Cobb was sitting by himself in the dining room, and he waved Jake over to sit with him. Jeb owned a small ranch on the other side of town, and the two usually helped each other with the ranching. So today's the day, huh? Jeb asked. Yep, Jake replied. He was thinking that it was odd to see Jeb eating a store-bought breakfast. In fact, it was a bit unusual that Jeb was in town at all. But this wasn't just any day, was it? Jeb hadn't exactly been overly successful ranching and usually saved his money to buy another few head of cattle for next year. It certainly was odd, Warren thought, but he quickly forgot about it, figuring there was nothing to worry about. Warren sat down at the table with Jeb and expounded on his upcoming move with Jeb. I'll collect my cattle money in about an hour, and tomorrow we'll head for the Cheyenne Valley. Right now, the missus and my boys are starting to finish loading the wagons. How many wagons are you taking? We have two wagons, the big Conestoga-style wagons. Even though we sold off most of the big furniture and farm equipment, we still have a huge amount of stuff to pack up, Warren shared. It sounds real nice, Jake, but are you truly certain the fellow who told you about Wyoming during the war weren't just spinning a yarn? Jeb asked. You know, just something to pass the time. Jake shook his head as he tried to make sense of Jeb's being there in subsequent conversation. Then it dawned on him. Jeb wanted to go to Wyoming, too. It was the only explanation for his sudden interest. Now suddenly he was in town to say goodbye and to share a breakfast. No, I don't think so, Jeb. He was a cavalry officer who had been stationed out there after the war with Mexico. He said it was the greenest valley with the richest soil he had ever seen. I figured that he'd be the one to know if anyone would. 
Jeb nodded, but kept right on with the questions. So, how much did you get for your herd? Jeb asked, never thinking it might be none of his business. They didn't offer full value, but they were reasonable. Jake replied, then Cobb said, Listen, Jake, I'm not having much luck growing my herd, and now that your range is no longer available to graze, what would you think of my coming out to Cheyenne and trying to better my fortunes there? Jake smiled. Jeb, you've been a good friend. I'd be proud to have you as a friend and neighbor again, Jake said with a surprised smile. I tell you what, if you still feel the same after you sell the herd this summer, you sell the homestead and follow along after us. I'll do some scouting around, see if I can't get you an adjacent parcel to mine, and I'll buy it for you. You just pay me back when you get there. Jake seemed to have made Jeb's day with that promise. Jeb leaned in close and asked in a whisper, Did you really get that much money for the ranch and the herd? Jake just nodded, then went back to slowly sipping his coffee.